Ecclesiastes 7 through 9. It is better to have respect than good perfume. The day a person dies is better than the day he was born. It is better to go to a funeral than to a party. We all must die. Everyone living should think about this. Sorrow is better than laughter. Sadness has a good influence on you. A wise man thinks about death, but a foolish person thinks only about having a good time. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than to hear the song of fools. The laughter of foolish people is useless. It is like heating a pot by burning straw. There's a lot of fire, but no heat. Even a wise man will become foolish if he lets money change his thinking. It is better to finish something than to start it. It is better to be patient than to be proud. Don't become mad quickly because getting angry is foolish. Do not say, why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this, Wisdom is as good as an inheritance, an advantage to those who see the sun. For the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to the one who possesses it. Consider the work of God. Who can make straight what he has made crooked? In the day of prosperity, be joyful. And in the day of adversity, consider. God has made the one as well as the other, so that mortals may not find out anything that will come after them. In my short life, I have seen both of these. I have seen good men die being good, and I have seen evil men living a long time. Don't try to be too right all the time. Don't try to be too wise either. Why should you destroy yourself this way? Don't be too wicked, and don't be a foolish person. You will die young if you do so. Try to avoid going too far and doing anything. Those who honor God will avoid doing too much of anything. Wisdom gives a person strength. One wise man is stronger than 10 leaders in a city. Surely there is not a good man on earth who always does good and never sins. Don't listen to everything people say. You might hear your servant insulting you. You know that many times you also have insulted others. I use wisdom to test all these things. I wanted to be wise, but it was too hard for me. I cannot understand why things are as they are. It is too hard for anyone to understand. I studied and tried very hard to find wisdom. I tried to find some meaning for everything. I learned that it is foolish to be evil and it is crazy to act like a fool. I found that some women are worse than death. They are as dangerous as traps. Their love is like a net. Their arms hold men like chains. A man who follows God will run away from them, but a sinner will be caught by them. The teacher says, this is what I learned. I added all these things together to see if I could find some meaning for everything. I am still looking for it, but I have not found it. But I did discover that truly good people are hard to find. Such people are one in a million. One thing I have learned, God made people good, but people have found all kinds of ways to be bad. And who knows the interpretation of a thing? Wisdom makes one's face shine and the hardness of one's countenance is changed. Keep the king's command because of your sacred oath. Do not be terrified. Go from his presence. Do not delay when the matter is unpleasant, for he does whatever he pleases. For the word of the king is powerful, and who can say to him, what are you doing? Whoever obeys a command will meet no harm, and the wise mind will know the time and way. For every matter has its time and way, although the troubles of mortals lie heavy upon them. Indeed, they do not know what is to be. 
for who can tell them how it will be? No one has power over the wind to restrain the wind, or power over the day of death. There is no discharge from the battle, nor does wickedness deliver those who practice it. All this I observe, applying my mind to all that is done under the sun, while one person exercises authority over another to the other's hurt. Then I saw the wicked buried. They used to go in and out of the holy place and were praised in the city where they had done such things. This also is vanity because sentence against an evil deed is not executed speedily. The human heart is fully set to do evil. Though sinners do evil a hundred times and prolong their lives, yet I know that it will be well with those who fear God because they stand in fear before him. But it will not be well with the wicked. Neither will they prolong their days like a shadow because they do not stand in fear before God. There is a vanity that takes place on earth that there are righteous people who are treated according to the conduct of the wicked and there are wicked people who are treated according to the conduct of the righteous. I said that this also is vanity, so I commend enjoyment. For there is nothing better for people under the sun than to eat and drink and enjoy themselves. For this will go with them in their toil through the days of life that God gives them under the sun. When I applied my mind to know wisdom and to see the business that is done on earth, how one's eyes see sleep neither day nor night, then I saw all the work of God that no one can find out what is happening under the sun. However much they may toil in seeking, they will not find it out. Even though those who are wise claim to know, they cannot find it out. I thought about something else and tried hard to understand it. I saw that God takes care of both good people and wise people and what they do, but no one knows if he will see good or bad times. Both good and bad things happen to everyone. They happen to those who are fair and to those who are wicked. They happen to those who are good and to those who are evil. They happen to those who sacrifice and to those who do not. The same things happen to a good person as happen to a sinner. The same things that happen to a person who makes promises to God as to one who does not. This is something unfair that happens here on earth. The same things happen to everyone. So men's minds are full of evil and foolish thoughts while they live. After that, they join the dead. But anyone still alive has hope. Even a live dog is better off than a dead lion. The living know they will die, but the dead things no longer think about such things. Dead people have no more reward. People forget them. After a person is dead, he can no longer show love or hate or jealousy, and he will never again share in the things that happen here on earth. So go eat your food and enjoy it. Drink your wine and be happy. It is all right with God if you do this. Put on nice clothes and make yourself look good. Enjoy life with the wife you love. Enjoy all the days of this short life God has given you here on earth. It is all you have. So enjoy the work you have to do here on earth. Whatever work you do, do your best. This is because you are going to the grave. There is no working, nor no planning, no knowledge, and no wisdom there. I also realized something else here on earth that is senseless. The fast runner does not always win the race. The strong army does not always win the battle. The wise man does not always have the food. The smart man does not always become wealthy. And the man with special skills does not always receive praise. Bad things happen to everyone. A person never knows what will happen to him next. He is like a fish caught in the cruel net. He is like a bird caught in a trap. In the same way, a person is trapped by bad things that suddenly happen to him. I also saw something wise happen here on earth. 
and it was very impressive to me. There was a small town with only a few people in it. A great king fought against it and put his armies all around it. Now there was a wise man in the town. He was poor, but he used his wisdom to save his town. But later on, everyone forgot about him. I still think wisdom is better than strength, but those people forgot about the poor man's wisdom and they stopped listening to what he said. The quiet words of a wise man are better than the shouts of a foolish ruler. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner can destroy much good. Wow. That was just a lot. So, like, I don't really understand his, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say back and forth, but at first he's saying, like, positive stuff, but then he's saying, like, about the death part, he was like, basically, it doesn't matter. I mean, because I feel like that's how a lot of people think, probably, like, one second, they um, worry about, like, their values, and then the next second, they're like, well, does it matter? You know, one day, everybody's gonna die, so... And then all the time, like, he didn't lie. Bad things happen to good people. Like, Solomon really captures the human experience of being back and forth. Like, one moment, we're so clear, like, wow, our career path is so meaningful. And then the next moment, we're totally doubting, like, what's the point? Like, I should just participate in evil because it prolongs people's lives just the same as the righteous. You seem to really resonate with like injustices happening to good people. Mm-hmm. And so I was just wondering like what's kept you what's kept you believing in God or what's kept you a Christian? Really just like my life and experiences, like I don't know, just like when bad things happen, it just always like in the end it's just always good. And I just kept my belief in God. So I know that like anything I go through is not gonna like break me. Especially, like, when I got pregnant, I just really thought that was going to be, like, that decision was just really hard to make, like, but I'm happy that I did, and it was so worth it, you know, just from finding out, and, like, I didn't have, you know, a belly, barely had symptoms of, like, being pregnant, and now she's, like, a human, literally, and it was, like, at a certain point in time, she was, like, non-existent that's so crazy like I met Kevin five years ago and who just would have thought like we would have made another person that's gonna and I always think about it like she's gonna grow up and like have her own mind like she's gonna be like me like how I'm experiencing things she's gonna experience stuff like that's just so crazy to me like I can make a whole person (laughs) like she's gonna have her own opinions and perceptions and like agency like we could talk about this passage with her and she'd be like I don't agree with you I think Solomon's talking about this and could like totally contradict anything we put forward yeah and that's okay because you know she's her own person so that's one thing I want to like make sure I do too for her is just like realize that she can make her own decisions like I don't have to force her to like do dance or I want her to voice like things that she wants from a young age because that's like a part of like finding yourself kind of and it really helps with like communication and like when you get older trying to express ideas to people it's because you could do it your whole life but if you have somebody shutting you out 
enforcing their ideas on you, you don't have a chance to do that a lot. So that is so true. Like if a child learns that they can assert themselves or that they have agency, that's Mm -hmm. how they believe that they can do it as an adult. Yeah. It's because they've done it before and they know what it's like to be treated right and they know how it feels when other people are responsive to them communicating. Yeah. And like they'll know how to take criticism without feeling bad or, you know, just have a conversation without overanalyzing everything. I heard it was called like hypervigilance when you're used to just getting like shut down or so you automatically like take other people's um like what they're saying or how they're acting as like bad when it's not yeah partially it's like when you're really paying attention to reading people because you want to be able to adjust to what they're expressing immediately so like if you're really anxious and you're like oh if they're happy then I know I can respond this way but if they're angry I know I need to respond that way and so you're constantly reading them because you're not sure how someone's going to respond but you want to respond the right way to them exactly and I feel like that has to do with your childhood how were you yeah Mm -hmm. like how did your parents you know react when you were trying to express something or say something because I do that like I don't know like when I have conversations with people I don't like confrontation at all so Mm. I just won't say something if it needs to be said I just won't say it like that's why it was like so hard for me to tell my family I was pregnant too because like especially them like they're the reason I'm kind of like that a little bit yeah that really like plays with your mind and like emotions because you know, and it it affects how you express yourself. Yes. Yeah. When you're trying to figure out how someone is going to respond and if you're honest, are they going to accept the truth? Are they going to accept what's already been done or are they going to have a fit and you're going to have to deal with the fallout like that totally shapes how a person goes about relationships. Exactly. Again, I saw that under the sun, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to the skillful, but time and chance happen to them all. I think that's like affirming for me, like, you know, if something bad happens, even if I feel like, oh, is God punishing me? Telling myself like, no, like bad things happen and sometimes it's just circumstance and I think remembering that things are just circumstance really helps me not feel depressed yeah I was just gonna say that I was like rereading it and that's like you know affirming that you know chance doesn't like judge or like bad things doesn't judge and I think that's like really hard for Um, especially like with the type of parenting I grew up with, I I wouldn't say my parents are totally like this now they've gotten older, but I mean, my mom had me in her twenties and Mm. well, you're so mature that it doesn't really (laughs) sound like an excuse for her anymore. Um, she had me in her twenties and I think, you know, she, there are these life lessons that maybe she hadn't had the opportunity to reflect on yet. Mm -hmm. And so 
a lot of parenting was based on the product or the result rather than realizing like there's different circumstances or people learn through natural consequence or sometimes it's not just because a circumstance happens doesn't mean that it was planned or intentional or on purpose. I was going to say, I was going to say like how he said it would be good, but I don't think he said it would be good again, but it's just like, but it's just unfair at the same time because it's like, you know, a lot of people put in work for something and some people are just handed things. I love how you point out in Ecclesiastes, he doesn't promise it's going to be good. Though sinners do evil a hundred times and prolong their lives, yet I know that it will be well with those who fear God because they stand in fear before him. Mm-hmm. And so he promises that fear of God matters. Kind of like, little eerie a little little bit the fact that it's so true still now you would think that back then it was different but it's really not at all it's like the same thing was going on all the same things hopefully the pandemic is like calmed down I just hope people aren't like oh they have microchips in there don't take the vaccine like oh my gosh and then those would be the same people that are still going to family members houses especially in Michigan right, we're right. like the hot spot one of the hot spots and people keep traveling like I keep seeing people leave I feel like it's y'all that are taking COVID everywhere please because yeah. our cases like then we have like almost 10,000 yeah. like two days ago and they were like, that's the most that we've ever had. Like, ten, th- if you think about it, 10,000 people. And people are always like, oh, it's only two to 10,000. Like, no, that's a lot of people. It's so many people. And, like, our frontline healthcare workers are exhausted, yes. like, beyond, yes, way past are. that. They're really needed right now. Well, this is amazing. Thanks for talking about Ecclesiastes with me. And it was so fun that a therapy topic came up without even trying. I was actually thinking about going to therapy. I was thinking about doing CAPS, but I remember my last experience. (laughs) I CAPS just like, I just get so upset when people come away from CAPS. I'm like, okay. Do you know if you have a deductible? Um, I think so. Yeah, you should call your insurance and ask what their outpatient mental health coverage is. Definitely will. We should talk again soon. Yes, we shall. All right, bye. Okay, bye.